The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Boy Pool Bell. Got my man Aunt Petty Murphy in the building. What's good with you, my boy? What's happening, bro? Man, I am uh man, this pile of kicking my ass. Sound Springtime like, like. is hurting me. It ain't even fun no more. I'm talking about like it used to be, you know. I talked about the netty pot. Nah, we didn't got serious, man. I had to break out and go get some clarity, man. Getting real, bro. Man, and, and I got some, and somebody was laughing at me and got some Benadryl and, and took it. And it put knocked her up. Put, yeah, she ended up knocked out. In the knockout. Like it ain't. The Benadryl undefeated, bro. Undefeated. That's why I was like, I ain't going to take no Benadryl. I'm going to just take the clarity. Ninth inning of the LSU game, watch me. Sound about right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I woke up and the thing was on the screen said, your event has ended. It's like, oh, okay. That's uh that's that's good. Okay. <laughs> but uh other than that, man, uh we had a draft, man. We had a uh NFL draft. It was different this year, man. It was very different this year. It was something. I got I got some theories behind it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. But NFL draft, uh, we had some. Uh, I was wrong. I was wrong. We are gonna get into the NBA playoffs. Uh, well, I was technically oh, yeah, I, was, I was wrong too. I was right about one part of it. Uh, King Suns going seven. I was right yeah. about that. I was wrong that the uh, that the uh, not King Suns. I'm sorry, Kings Warriors. I was wrong about that part, but definitely. Um, I thought the Warriors would have got it in six, but oh, no, I knew that they won two on the road, which is surprising. Very surprising, man. Very surprised. It's funny. I was in the barbershop yesterday, uh, and some dudes was like, Man, I, I bet dude cut my hair. He's like, Man, I bet, I bet the Warriors gonna win it. Dude, was like, what you gonna put on? He said, I put a dub. He said, Man, how about this? Let's do a gentleman's bet. 100 push ups. You ain't gotta do them all at once, but when I see you. <laughs> no matter where we at, you gotta give me push-ups. And it, boy, they would had me cracking up. Dude was like, cause dude was like, man, put 200 on it. He said, You sure? 
Because if I see you in the club, I'm like, let me get them 20. He's like, you know what? Let's just stick with a honey. Let's just stick with a honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But shout out to them, man. It was a, it was good, man. Had a great conversation. You know what I'm saying? I always have a good conversation in the barbershop. Uh, it's definitely, uh, I don't know what to say. I, I don't know. I, I So, that's a, that's a hard conversation for another day. I've never been in like sports clips or like uh super cuts or nothing Boy, like that. Stop it. No, stop I'm, it. I'm being serious. I don't stop know it. if it's the same. Stop it. Stop it, sir. I don't know if it's the same. But stop I know it, sir. Stop it. Conversation. You know what I'm just saying? Stop I'm it. Let's move along. You're going to get us in trouble. Hey, we gonna get in trouble. But tell the truth. I don't know if it's if they have those you know say different conversations. That's all I'm saying. Like just moving on. <laughs> Y'all know somebody gonna answer me in the chat. Yeah, but like, yeah, we have conversations like that. I don't think they do, but I'll leave it alone. Only closest thing I had was military. Uh get my hair cut on in the uh military. Yeah, I think there's um too much diversity in terms of genders in those types of establishments to have the conversations uh, you're you know talking what? about. Well, yes and no. I get what you're saying. So my barbershop. I'm, we, let's 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 just keep moving. Let's just keep moving, bro. Let's not do this. I'm just saying. I know what you get, but let's just yeah, but. I'm gonna leave it at that. Okay. All right. Man, let's talk about this NFL draft. Before we get started, man, shout out to everybody in the chats. Uh <laughs> uh, shout out to everybody in the chat, man. Appreciate y'all for coming through. Julian, man. Uh he said, What's good, family? I'm ready to send my right ankle to New York for Jimmy Butler. Uh man. <laughs> uh Julian, man, I actually I, I gotta hit you up, man. I gotta see you, uh, young Dilly Dilly Maze Hayes, man. He hit a uh, a double the other day. That was uh, had me hollering, had me hollering. In what you call it, man? But I, I get up with you. Uh, shout out to this old vet, um, our good friend Josh in the building. Chuck always checking in from Monroe. Man, that dude ain't been here all series. Oh yeah, I know he's not. Now I said on the LA. Uh, Steph with the 50 piece. Yeah, he did. He did good today. That boy ain't been here all series. Oh, good. He said, he said the GOAT. Hmm. Stephen A called him the GOAT point guard. I can I could kind of see it. I can kind of I can kind of get to him, you know, so I can understand it. Recency bias, but I can understand. There's a man named Magic. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Them now guys. who who now? I've never five of them things, bro. Yeah, not only that. Uh, we needed magic. Say, magic you know what? Center. Let me yeah. play center to help out my team. Yeah, magic got found, and then yeah, Steph got to win at least one more to even be in that conversation, in my opinion. But yeah, so, but uh, like I said before, we get started. Uh, let's shout out to our sponsors over at Bet Online. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. 
Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. We have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head on over to BetOnline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, so he back with the foolishness, I see. He says the magic. He says, so magic, the point uh, goat point guard, pint guard, but um, point guard. He said he five played Hall of Famers. Famers. Uh, I don't know about Name five. Them. I don't know about Name five. Them. Name yeah. all five of them. But and, I was, and, and who, who Steph played with again? Thank you. Multiple Hall of Famers. He liked to forget them Durant years. He also liked to, you know what I'm saying, discredit Clay. So Clay Thompson ain't a Hall of Famer. So Draymond ain't a Hall of Famer. So Kevin Durant ain't a Hall of Famer. But he said too. Boy, stop. <sighs> anyway, let's get on to let's talk about the NFL draft real quick. Um NFL draft, man, uh opened up uh on Thursday. And you see. Bryce Young, no surprise, number one draft pick off the board. Now, I do think there was some surprise, a little bit of surprise with number two, just simply because of the um, all of the uh, let's see, negative press put out. Yeah, I think prior that was to a smoke screen by Houston. Mm. But it was smart. It was smart. They Houston gets their man and CJ Stroud. And then Houston, Houston the, last, the last two years, the last two years, Houston drafted. But they first pick, they drafted players that nobody thought would go as high as they did. Mm-hmm. Derek Stingley and then CJ Stroud. That's true. Very true. Yep. They also, Houston also, uh, you know what I'm saying, made a little ways trading back up to get the number three pick and getting Will Anderson. Crazy. I think they, I, I'm, I'm going to have to say they won day one. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it's either them or the Eagles, bro. I think, um, I really like what Houston did, though. They got a franchise play on both sides of the ball. That's hard to do. Um, speaking of the Eagles, I think the Eagles are, are, are doing their best to win a college football playoff national championship. Uh, they the definitely want to Bulldogs. They want to play in Atlanta. Uh, go to the uh, they want to be in the Sugar Bowl, they want to Rose Bowl, whichever wherever it's played, that's where they want to play at because they it was it, it was funny at first. People like, ha ha, you know, saying they getting all these, you know, Georgia guys. Uh, then later on, on on Saturday, day three, uh, they get Keely Ringo, mm-hmm. then they traded just, for DeAndre Swift, traded for DeAndre Swift, and it's like. It's the Philadelphia Bulldogs at this point, man. As a Saints fan, I can't say much because we the 
New Orleans Buckeyes. Or we, you know, what I mean, we have been certain. So I mean, I will say this though: if you look at if you look at recruiting rankings for the past, I don't know, five years, Georgia been one and two for the past five years. So the correlation to a lot of players getting drafted and having high recruiting rankings is there. It's been there. You know what I mean? So I think that Georgia's just stacked their team with NFL players and Philadelphia has recognized it. And they've, you know, I mean, a couple of players have failed to him. The Kobe Dean failed. You know, he failed a lot lower than a lot of people thought he would. Same with Nolan Smith. You know what I mean? So both of those situations, they kind of just beep. It just, you know, fell in their lap. Best player on the board just was still there. But the Jalen Carter thing, in a sense, I guess they moved up one spot to get him. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was – they got a hell of a defense, bro. And you got to look at it. That Georgia defense last year was – historically good and they got four guys out five guys off their defense now so i mean that's smart honestly by howie roseman you know but it's just i don't know how you can how you can say that there's not a a philadelphia bulldog or something you know the georgia eagles or something you know what i mean like that's here's the crazy part about it their gm was a florida alone well, maybe he's maybe he's seen them close and personal how good that defense is. I just wanted them to draft Stetson Bennett. I wanted that to happen just just to, you know tie it all together. Funny funniest tweet I saw somebody uh said uh the Rams have draft, drafted uh Stetson Bennett to use as a trade chip later on with the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you did bring up about rankings. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, saying rankings old for years. So, uh, I brought this up on HBCU nightly uh, last night. This is the first year where the 2020 class has been eligible for uh, to uh, be drafted. Uh, that 2020 class is the uh, COVID class uh, that went to the schools sight unseen. Who, uh, when uh, those recruiting services didn't get a chance to go out and actually. Uh, check the well, of course, previous years they did, they got a chance to see them, but they didn't get to see them senior year. Uh, so a lot of the rankings were based on tape, uh, uh, word of mouth, rumors, and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of those guys who were top five, I'm not excuse me, who were five stars or high four stars, um, highly recruited guys fell to some late rounds. I don't think. I think next year you're going to see more than this past year. I think this past year, most of the recruiting work had been done before the COVID really hit. Um, Cause it's usually the, 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 the summer before your senior year, you know what I mean? Where you really make the, the name for yourself or, you know, put your final stamp on it. Uh, but I think a lot of those guys, I think a lot of those guys were a victim of the going to not being able to do all the visits, you know what I mean, their senior year. Um, especially the spring, you know, in the spring um, after COVID really hit. Um, but honestly, I think it's more so we just saw a lot of those four or five-star guys just go to bad situations or not make the most of their situations. If you look at the ones just looking at LSU-related, you know, Elias Ricks, 
Kayshawn Booty. You know what I mean? They fell because of them. You know what I mean? They were ranked properly, and they're good. And we've seen them be good enough to be higher picks, but they did that to themselves. I mean, if you want to look at some of the other Zach Evans, I mean, he got outplayed by Judkins this past year. You know what I mean? So he kind of did it to himself. So I mean, a lot of these guys did it to themselves. But I do think there is some of the some of these guys were overranked. But I think next year you're really going to see it. Because next year are the guys who didn't have a camp or summer camps and all that in between their junior and senior years. And so they had two years of, you know, not really having anybody come watch them in practice and spring practice and football games and stuff of that nature. So I think next year is going to be you're really going to see it. And plus, I think the biggest thing this year was you still have those COVID guys, right? You know what I mean? The, the super seniors and stuff of that nature. So you have guys who are 25, 24 years old who should have been drafted last year, you know what I mean? But now they got another year. So you you just added another 100 people to this year's draft pool or whatever the case may be, which pushed some people further down the board. You get what I'm saying? So Bingo. I think it's a combination of all of that. Bingo. That's actually the next thing I was going to talk about was the uh, those extra years. Yeah. Um, the market is oversaturated. Bingo. Yeah way oversaturated um and it's gonna I, correct itself because i think next year the last year for the the covid seniors you know what i mean like right so after that we'll, it'll kind of rebalance itself back out but the the people who suffered the most though uh fcs schools um yeah. d2 um hbcus those are the guys who actually got hit the worst with that because um it's a hundred more FB. I mean, it's a hundred more, you know, power five school, you know, entries in there. So I mean, like it's it's just a numbers game at that point, bro. And if you like like people were saying last night on uh HBCU Nightly, if you a GM, you'd rather take the chance in the fifth, sixth round on a you know, a, a DB from Illinois versus DB from northern Illinois. You know what I mean? Just your fan base. You know what I mean? And everybody will kind of give you more grace for taking, you know, the bigger school guy if it don't pan out than the smaller school guy if it don't pan out. I mean, it's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. Um, and when you have 100 more big school guys in there, that's 100 more big school guys who can be taken just so the fan base won't crucify them if it don't pan out. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, Paul's up, chimes in. He says the Vikings are starting an obsession with uh, an obsession with LSU players. The Seahawks uh, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Ronte Jones go back to the Vikings? Yeah, he went back to the Vikings. So yeah. him picking up Jay Ward. Yeah, I'm glad for my boy Jay Ward. Yeah, I think that's a good situation. You you know what yeah. you're getting. You know, they got, didn't getting, they uh, draft? Uh, they drafted. Uh, was it? Was it Bradford? Yeah, I, I thought they drafted, they drafted Bradford, Bradford too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Julian says that uh, he thinks Addison to the Viking is man. sneaky good. Uh, you place Adam Thielen with Addison, man. That's crazy good. That's good. That's yeah, it's just good. like the Seahawks getting Smith and Jigba to Ooh. go with that uh, that defense. Man. That was huge. Uh, looking at uh, – I'm trying to think of some other just uh, – What you think about the Saints draft? Somebody graded them. I forget who it was drafted. Uh, graded them a B plus. Um, for as far as the Saints, for me, um, 
No, he said Bradford went to Seattle. Okay, yeah, Mike, Roy, so Roy, Roy, that's what it was. Okay, good call. Who who was also on the defensive side? Yeah, with Durante. Yeah. So, uh, but um, as far as the Saints draft, they didn't draft any names that you see. Like, oh yeah, we. I'm glad we got that guy. But they drafted a lot of good talent in 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 positions of need. That's bingo, um, right? That's the main thing I heard right there. Positions in need. You need a D-line dip, you got D-line dip. Solid D-line dip. Mm-hmm. You needed another running back because of the AK situation. You got a guy who's 17 touchdowns last year. Pretty much runs kind of similar to AK. You know, one foot in the ground and go. You got a big receiver. Um, 2,000-yard seasons as a receiver, you know, a big body receiver in the fifth, sixth round at that, which was a steal. And you got another quarterback who could be your backup of the future when Jameis Winston, you know, eventually leaves New Orleans. Um, But he's familiar with Derek Carr, went to the same college as Derek Carr. They got a good relationship, so you don't have to worry about there being any kind of conflict in the – you know, by by drafting a young quarterback, with, you know, you just brought in your franchise quarterback, you draft one. There's no beef there. They know each other. They got a relationship. So, and he'll be willing to mentor the younger quarterback. So, I think that was a good pick. The only pick unquestionable about was that uh, Nick Salvadari or the the yeah. offensive lineman from yeah, old. They traded up for oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, the, I think uh, yeah, yeah, fourth, fourth round. round. Yeah, I think there was uh they probably gonna move him to guard. I think there was better options at guard if you were going there. But if you drafted him for his versatility, it makes a lot more sense because he can play guard or tackle. So if you if you were just looking at a strictly a backup offensive lineman there, then yeah, I understand you going with a guy who's more versatile. Also, but the, in the UDFAs, th- yes, really where they hitting at. They got a former uh UAPB. You know what happened last time we got a UAPB offensive lineman. He became a Hall of Famer. So maybe Mark Evans can, you know, follow Armstead's uh, footsteps and, you know, have a great career with the Saints. But Shaq Davis, uh, big wide receiver, South Dakota State. They got South a, Carolina uh, State. South, yeah, I said South Dakota State. Huh? My bad. Yeah, South Carolina State. Then they got a linebacker. Uh, I forgot that kid's name. But uh, they got one from Tulane. And then they got uh another line or is a DB. They got another kid um who put up crazy numbers. I don't know how he didn't get drafted. His name last like Orja or something like that, his last name, but like, I don't know how that kid didn't get drafted. Yeah, um Lou Headley. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that punter we got too a UDFA punter tatted up like a crazy, bro. You seen that? Yeah, the dude <laughs> from Miami. Yeah, yeah. Uh my question, uh, we didn't sign any L- uh, LSU guys? No. Nah, the Saints hate hate LSU. Uh, it's not – It's not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not going down. Yeah, I'm just playing. Do, I'm just playing. Because uh, like, somebody – you might as well go ahead. Somebody was like 4-3. Uh, I mean, Ojalari could play a 4-3. I mean, like, can he? Sure. You know what I mean? Like, oh, sure, he can. Is that what he's best suited as? No. Yeah. You know what I mean? So why would why should the Saints draft a guy and ask him to do something he's not best at? That's not smart for either the Saints or the player. I forget who who picked him up, but uh, whoever got uh Apu Ica got a big steal because yeah. they got him late. Yeah. 
Man, it was a bunch of it was a bunch of guys who went late who could should have went earlier. Yeah. you brought up Booty early. He ended up getting drafted by the Patriots. Yep. I think that's perfect, a great fit. Perfect situation for him. Great fit for him. Uh it's somewhere he can go where he he uh we've seen what they've done with players who you know say so they put in the slot. Um we also know how you know as an organization structured they are so they can kind of you know, keep him in line. I, I, I don't think he's necessarily a, a problem child, but we've seen guys who have been considered uh, ego guys uh, get picked up in Anthony Orshot, linebacker. That's for uh, for for uh, for Vanderbilt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we've seen how those guys have gone to New England and have had great success. Um, so it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I think that's a good fit for him, bro. Honestly, um, the discipline, kind of like what Brian Kelly brought to LSU, you know what I mean, is where he's going to go to at, uh, in New England. So, perfect situation. Now, the quarterback might not be the best situation for, you know, Mac Jones. But then again, Mac Jones ain't got the greatest arm, so maybe he does a lot of short underneath stuff to K-Shawn where K-Shawn can, you know, show that yak after the – but we'll see. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, anything else on the draft before we wrap up, man? We is there a a, a, a situ a player situation or, or a team that stood out to you? It was a few, um, but honestly, I think the Eagles had the best draft, like overall, considering what they drafted and being able to get DeAndre Swift for pennies. Um, to replace Miles. Yeah. I mean, they basically reloaded everything they lost in the offseason, bro. That's fair. Um, so I think you got to consider them the winners. Um, who is somebody else? Uh, we hadn't talked about him, but Anthony Richardson going forth to Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. I, th- I mean, I, I called that like two months ago or whenever, the, you know, when as soon as they hired, they'd, um, the dude from the Eagles, um, as their head coach, I was like, they finna draft Anthony Richardson and they're trying to make it Jalen Hurts 2.0. Um, but I, I mean, I don't know who else they got on the roster. I think they got Minshew, uh, Gardner Minshew. Yeah, they do have Minshew now. Yeah, um, so if they could kind of let him start half the season or the whole season and let Richardson kind of get his feet wet. I think he'll be all right, but if they kind of throw him to the wolves too soon, it might be bad for him. Yeah. Um, somebody else. Um, John Robinson to Atlanta. Atlanta had a pretty good draft. I hate to say it. Did they? I think they had a pretty good draft, a decent draft. Did they? I think Carolina had a better draft than Atlanta. Carolina had a better offseason. Of course. So, <laughs> period. Uh, but, yeah. Um, and I hate that. I like we the had Texas draft, too, though. They got yeah. they got uh, Henry. Oh, Tennessee getting hit to hook was crazy. Yeah. I mean, not him, they didn't get hit. They got Will Levis. Will Levis. Hendon uh, uh, Hooker Detroit. went to Detroit, which is a good situation for him. I thought Tennessee was going to draft Hendon Hooker, which would have been a perfect story. But – but uh, the uh, Toa Toa going to the Texans with D'Amico Ryan's 
And that defense, mm. putting him and Will Anderson back on the same, man, they going to be nice, bro. Yeah. Um, hey, pull one out for uh, Malik Williams, yeah, uh, Pum- Malik Willis. I wonder what, what side with that relationship. Um, supposedly there was some like personality issues and like uh, things of that kind of nature. Like he was getting into it with people and you know what I'm saying things of that nature. But I, I mean, the writing was on the raw whenever they signed Josh Dobbs off the streets and started a game with Josh Dobbs. I mean, it, you knew it was up there. Yeah. I want to know if if he could go to like Lamar, like behind Lamar, how that would work for Malik Willis. I think that'd be a better fit. Uh, Chris asked, "What grade you giving the Saints?" And I think you said A minus. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to see a tight end somewhere in the draft, and uh, a linebacker somewhere in the draft. I know we got in uh, UDFA, but I don't know. I didn't really see the need in going safety, um, but it is what it is. Saints had to trade up too. You know they. Wasn't no way they was going to use all eight of them picks. All right. Uh, now, uh, moving on, NFL announced that they are trying to – they're pushing to try to get this uh, the new schedule out by the 11th, next Thursday. I mean, it don't matter when it come out to me and the games ain't till September. I mean <laughs> – yeah. But they are they always do they do a good job though of always like keeping themselves like relevant in really? headlines. Yeah. But you know, they make a whole thing out of the schedule. Like they tell you who your opponents are in like January or February, something like you know what I mean, and make mm-hmm. a big deal out of that. And it ain't even the whole schedule. People be excited, like, oh, who we playing this year? You know what I mean? Don't even know when you're playing, you just be excited to figure out who you play. Right. Uh Man, let's move to the college ranks real quick. Um, we we didn't talk about this. Uh, this came out late last week. Uh, the SEC commissioner, uh, Greg Sankey, has come out and said that uh, they want to basically uh, stop uh, rushing the field, storming the fields, mm-hmm. and basically uh, said that they are looking at doing something as punitive as taking away home games. Yeah. Um, I say this. Um, smart move in a sense by the SEC office, and the reason why I say that is, the fines wasn't hurting the school. You know what I mean? When you had Tav paying the fines, you know what I mean and stuff. I mean, you're not hurting the school at that point. If you want to hurt the school, take away a game, take away them, them ticket sales, take away them concession stand sales, and all that. That's how you hurt the school. Yeah. So in a in a sense, it's smart by the SEC, but man, it's storming the field, bro. Like it ain't that serious. We talking here to Sir Sir Pooh, storm over fields. You know what I mean? Like it ain't that big of a deal. I tell you what, that's what made the game. I, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I went into we, when we went into the game. I I think I said I don't know if it was a, the Vidalia T. But I said prior to I said we storming the field tonight. Before I even sat down, good in the seat, I said we storming the field tonight. Told everybody, hey, we storming the field. That's the route we taking. 
We're going to go down them steps. Y'all be careful. It's a little wet. And we're going to start on the field. That's all I was saying. So I had planned so, it out. So but, I want to know the semantics of this. If you storm the field game one, are they going to take away a current game on your schedule? Or will it be, it be the, the next season. year? It's got to be a following season because it's and it's so – I think it's, it's overrated as far as – um. For instance, I, I get it. There's always the fan safety issue, you know. Man, uh, you took that risk when you jump on the field, man. It's here's like the, here's you're trespassing. The, so technically, yeah. you. I mean, but here's the thing, because you know when I say fan safety, meaning or player safety, that's what yeah. that's what I should say. Player safety. Okay, I get that part. Here's the problem with that though. The last two instances. Now, here, here comes a conspiracy theory. The last two instances where people have stormed the field and there's been an altercation with a, between a player and a fan, it's been Alabama. Well, well, and it's been negative for Alabama. Bingo. How people reacted. Bingo. Which leads me to this comment by Paul Sub, which says, the committee on that rule proposal is headed by Greg Byrne, Alabama AD, tells you all. Bingo. Not to mention, not to mention like – who who gets the field stormed on them more than anybody? Alabama. You know what I mean? Because when you beat learn them, to win kids. on the road, when you, that's part of it. But I mean, in a sense, you should take that as a badge of honor. You know what I mean? Because they're not storming the field whenever they beating you know Mizzou. You know what I mean? Like there's no there's no sense of achievement in doing that. So the fact that people storm the field when they beat you should be a badge of honor. Like, yeah, we the big dogs. Y'all feel like y'all did something. Tony Brown, Jermaine Burton. Both of them, when teams storm the field, basically punched the fan. Yeah. The fan didn't say nothing to him. Or if they said something, it was it, it was kind of at a distance. Walking by or something like that. Matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, both videos, the, the fans were just walking by and just cheering and got punched. So Yeah, I mean, I just I get I get what you're saying, but I I just feel like it's an overreaction to feel like that's a negative. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Completely agree. Completely agree. It's it's stupid. Um here you go. Uh, Julian says, I agree. Storm, uh, uh, storming the field in the court makes you much better. I stormed the court when Texas Tech upset Oklahoma when they had uh, Buddy Hill and uh was probably the best time I had. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is very, very entertaining. I mean, like, the be- like one of the best like Ma- college Ma- football memories, moments of all time is a band rushing the field at the game or during the game. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have you don't have to play Sir. without that, man. I tell you, I tell you, uh, but yeah, man, I think it's just I I, I understand. I, I can kind of see it from a, from one point of view, uh, but I do think it's it's. I think they're they're making too big of a, a deal of it, and and there there's other ways you could do this, so. Uh, but anyway, Greg Sankey he gonna he gonna he gonna uh I mean, it's, it's, can, uh, it's smart in the sense though, bro. I mean that's yeah. that's the only way to hit the school. Yeah, he he doing what he can to protect his boo. So 
Greg Byrne. <laughs> I was saying Nick Saban, but I don't think Saban care. Yeah, so uh man, let's move on to some basketball. We 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 ain't had a chance to talk about this either. We talked about it, man. We talked about it. We we talked about it when it was a possibility. Uh, but it's official. It's been it was made official. Uh Haley Van Lith uh to LSU. Uh instantly LSU is now co favorites to win it all with uh UConn at plus four hundred. Uh Anissa Morrow, if she joins this, instant favorite. So I put like I, I would say this if you are a betting person and you think Go. that LSU is going to win it all, you might want to down. you might want to do it now because it, before uh Van Lift joined, I think it was like plus six hundred for LSU. Oh, yeah, six fifty, uh, something like that. Yeah. When Van Lip joined, it dropped to four plus four hundred. You might want to put them dollars on it now before uh Morrow get here. Yeah. Cause I got a good feeling about that. I do too. She yeah. hasn't visited South Carolina yet, though. I will say that. That hasn't happened yet. But I hadn't seen as much interaction. The way uh, the, the way, way she uh the way she was posting her visit at LSU seemed like she was really enjoying herself. Hold, hold on, I'm sorry. What, sir? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, go check it out. Thank you, sir. Top flight secured of the world, right there. Uh, but, uh, Mass, yes, what do you feel? Like, cause repeating is hard. Winning is is hard. Repeating is very hard. Right now, I wouldn't say that LSU is the favorite. Okay. I mean, I know I'm gonna get criticized for that, but it is what it is. Um, they get a nice tomorrow. They prohibitively the favorite. Um, I think LSU still right now is top three favorite, top two favorite. You know what I mean? Right there with UConn. But South Carolina, I mean, it's too hard. Like the portal not even, like everybody's still landing places. You know what I mean? Like I got to see what happens when the game of musical chairs is over and then I'll know who I really think is the favorite. But right now I think UConn, for one, because of the camaraderie and they bringing everybody back for the most part. And last year they had their best player hurt most of the season. So if if a ZZ Foot is healthy, then I mean you gotta consider them right there with LSU as the favorites. Uh let me ask this, because this is another issue that popped up. Uh Kim Mulkey's schedule, yeah, the schedule true. is Paige too easy. Too. Yeah, Paige Beckers ain't played all last year. Oh, that is true. Crazy. Is true. <laughs> yeah. Uh but the schedule. LSU yeah. is, is too – the other conference is too light. Um, I mean, who cares? They just won that championship. Bingo. Uh, I don't know what to say. It, it's I mean, I if I was if I was a UConn or a South Carolina fan, I would say the same thing, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, But as an LSU fan, it doesn't matter what we do. We just won that championship. Like, yeah. and this is, didn't this, is, this, year. this has been her MO since she was at Baylor as well. Yeah, I mean, she knows what she's doing. She got multiple chips. She got four of them things. She knows what she's doing. Like, 
But I, I I just say it didn't hurt us this year. So obviously, you know what I mean? Like, could it hurt us? Yeah, but also playing a tough schedule could hurt you. You know what I mean? So I mean yes. hurt your seating, make it yeah. make your path a little bit harder. Exactly. But yeah. Uh man, let's talk about the NBA playoffs, man. Um uh, I know we kind of opened up talking a little bit about it. Let me ask you this. Uh huh. Was it a failure by the Bucks? Man, I listen. I the way Giannis answered that question was perfect. Um, man, I don't want to hear all that. It's not. I, I I'm I'm being honest with you. I don't think it's necessarily the season was a failure. Yeah, you didn't you didn't get the to where you wanted to be, but the season wasn't no failure. Man, stop it, bro. He oh. everything he said was cool and all, but yeah, the season a failure, bro. You the number one seed in the East. You had the best record in the league. And you lost in the first round to an AFC. That's a failure. It's disappointing. Yes. That's a failure. Yeah, okay. Like what? Did you did you achieve your goal? You didn't even make it out the first round. Agreed. So that's a failure, dog. Like, I'm sorry. Like you could say you it was a great season, but it was still a failure. Like Penn says he's I'm tired of his constant complaining. I guess you're talking about Giannis. I Giannis, when is I don't know if Giannis. I hadn't, I don't know about that. Uh, uh, Nick says I don't think so because he was hurt most of it. If he played, I would say it's a fail. They were okay, still so number he, one seed. I, they were still I, number one seed, and you lost to a team that barely made it to the playoffs. And even even with that point, Nick, the, he came back the last two games of the, se- of the series, and they blew a double digit lead in the last game of the series. Actually, the last two games of the series, they blew a double-digit lead. I don't think this. I don't think this team hinges on on Giannis. I, I think it does, and I think Giannis's flaw is being exhibited by Miami. Miami has shown in the bubble, and they showed this year that they gonna expose that flaw. Giannis can't shoot. Yeah, Giannis can't think- even make a mid-range jumper, and they exposing it. I think this team is held together by Chris Middleton. And when he got hurt, problem too. When he got hurt, it had they hadn't been the same. I know he's come back and played, but they just hadn't been the same. Man, that that problem is Giannis can't create unless he's driving to the goal and attacking the rim. He can't pull up and shoot from anywhere on the court. And in the playoffs, when you play a team like Miami, they're gonna expose that. They're the only team who has been able to. But that's the problem. They who who put them out last year? It wasn't Miami. Oh no, it wasn't Miami last year. Uh, Boston, yeah, Boston. But same type of thing. You know what I mean? Miami. He 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 had a better series versus Boston than he did in the two Miami series. That's why I keep saying Miami. But they exposed. I mean, Boston did it to to a certain extent too. They exposed him. He can't shoot. He's gonna have to develop either a mid range or some kind of three. Because if not, this is this is what's gonna happen every time. Every time. Um, I did say they weren't gonna make it to the conference finals. You did. I, I, I was a believer. I mean, they the best. They were the best team all year. They should still be alive right now. But right now, I mean, Boston. If Boston don't make it now, it's got to be considered a failure for them. And yeah. I mean, to the finals, not the conference finals. Nothing. They got to make it to the finals, or it's a failure for Boston. Um, could this be the year that Philly make it? 
Because they playing Boston right now. Ain't they playing Boston? <laughs> yeah, they're playing Boston next. Um I don't think so, dog. No, not after what I saw. And I know I um I was high on Philly. I thought they would be Boston this round. But after what I saw round one from them, no. No. They not they they not in it, bro. Joel, it hurt. I mean, they they not doing it. All right. On the uh on the flip side, man, uh Nick in here. Let's go ahead and talk about them sons real quick. <laughs> Waxed. Yeah, because they played last night against uh Denver and it was it was uh yeah. They uh Murray's back. Mm-hmm. Uh fully back. He looked yeah, like he like Bubble off. Murray. Again. That one off. That one off off. Yeah, he like Bubble Murray. And uh yeah, I, I, I don't know if the Suns got enough. They ain't got enough depth or defense. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I, that's, uh, how, he, got no, that's that's how you know he know they sorry right now. Um, but if you go back to the trade for Durant, yeah, I said they gave up too much depth and too much defense. I didn't realize how much they gave up Bridges and Johnson, Cam Johnson. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, they gave up all their depth and and their defense. I mean, they ain't got no defense. Toy Craig. Salute to you for trying, boy, but you not on lockdown defender, my boy. Like he he give it effort, but that's if that's your best bet as a lockdown defender, you're not finna shut nobody down, bro. Yeah. Uh now I will say the Warriors, like we talked about earlier, they didn't surprise me. They won game seven on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh playoff experience definitely factor in help. Steph went off of 50. Yeah, that's game seven was the first time was that's that moment I was talking about that the Kings ain't never been in before. Yeah. Uh realistically, the Kings, if they they should have won it, they should have won game, game was five. It, was it five when they were in uh mm-hmm. no no, no they should have won game three. Game three. Game, yeah. Was, yeah, game either yeah, game three and Golden State, and they should have won game five at home, really. Yeah, yeah, because game three was the one they lost by one second. They let Harrison mm-hmm. Bowen it was actually uh, uh a week ago yesterday. Uh so with that said, or was it we go yesterday? We go today. I'm sorry. Uh, with that said, um, now they play the Lakers. Normally, even even being a a a LeBron fan, a Laker homer, normally I'd be like, ah, I think the Warriors got you know, so they can take this. You know what? The Lakers went that midseason trade. It's, it's truly paying off. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, you don't think so? I mean, yeah and no. I mean, part of it is uh, LeBron came back from injury. Um, that was part of it. Anthony Davis came back from injury. That was part of it. So, I mean, the trade helped, but none of those guys from the trade have been really balling in the playoffs. D'Angelo Russell? Man, D'Angelo Russell has been hit or miss in the playoffs. He's had games where he shouldn't even be on the floor. That one game, he hit three straight threes, and that was all he did that game. All he did that, I mean, it was it was big, but that was all he did. He ain't make a shot before that. What's 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 the dude? Uh Yash, uh, Yashamara. No, uh, Yashamara. 
he had moments, but there's also been times where he shouldn't been on the floor. I think they got role players. I think that's they, they got, got role they players, but I mean that's not the reason why their season turned around. The season turned around because they got their two best players healthy at the same time. And AD been hit or miss too. Austin Reed's been their best player, if we want to be completely honest. Yeah, he has. He has. Which is sad, but it's the truth. So I say it's sad because you got AD, LeBron, and all these max deals and all these guys making all this money in the second round, or is he undrafted? Either way, that's your best player. I mean, that's kind of sad. Uh, but uh, so I, got the, I got the Warriors in the series, though. How many games? I think it's going to go seven. Lakers in six. Interesting. Lakers will take game. They'll still win in, in Golden State. Uh, they'll win at home, lose in game five, win game six. Um, I don't know. Golden State, they're going to go at least seven. Cool. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. I feel um, like there's a lot of homerism in that though. This ain't it Memphis. could be. It could this be. This ain't Memphis could. I I get that. This ain't this ain't Sacramento either. I know Sacramento is better. <laughs> like let's be real. Sacramento better. And y'all be y'all play the Memphis team without Steven Adams and Brandon Clark. I'm just saying. Like, Lakers, Lakers it matters. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. That uh, oh, we got a hockey update for Julian. Says uh we have an upset alert. The Florida Panthers have upset Boston Brewers. They won four three in overtime in game seven. Boston was the best team during the NHL season and had a crazy record. Whoa. Yeah, they did though. They so, did. Uh let's talk a little baseball. I know you don't you don't. I ain't going to say you don't care for it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. My guys say, you couldn't have been watching Rue Hachimuri this series. I did. And he said he balled them first three or four. He did. He balled the first three games. And then after that, he shouldn't have been on the floor. He had double-digit games, double-digit points the first three games. The next three games, the boy barely scored six points. I'm just saying, bro. Like, if you you can't you can't just look at the three games where he went off, and not look at the three games where he didn't really do much. I said he been hit or miss. That's the definition of hit or miss. <laughs> like, I don't really know what more you thought the guy. Like, he he wasn't averaging twenty. I, I will say this. I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. This is real homerism. But if somehow the Lakers find a way. To make that run, all this, all that is going to happen anyway. There's going to be a lot of hate for him anyway. But all that uh, goat talk and stuff. So you you got y'all winning the finals now, bro? I, I, I just said I don't think it's going to happen. But if it somehow it happens. Oh, no. Nah, that ain't happening, cuz. I'm just saying, man. Just saying. Uh, but. Let's talk some baseball, man. Uh, LSU finally gets they get some they get another uh, sweep, man. Uh, this one wasn't necessarily as easy as uh, as some thought it would be. For a little bit, huh? Yeah, game one. Now game one, 
LSU was complete control from the start, uh, behind schemes and uh, got through it. Game two, slow start. Uh, Alabama ended up getting out to a uh, a big lead. If I'm not mistaken, it was like eight to four, uh, which is ironic. Uh, eight to four. LSU scored eight runs in the last three innings. In their last three innings, because there's uh six, seven, eight, uh, to end up winning that yeah. one, uh, twelve to eight. And then today, uh, LSU came out. Uh, I think Bama scored. LSU came back. Was up two one, three one. Uh, then Bama went on a run themselves. Uh, went up seven three. LSU came back. Scored. Uh, Started scoring just crazy, uh, thanks to just horrible pitching by Alabama. About Alabama bullpen fell apart, and then uh, LSU took the lead, never gave it up. They, they did threaten in the in the ninth, but the same thing kind of happened in game one too. But LSU shut it down, uh, ended up getting a series sweep. So LSU is now number one in the West. Which just sounds crazy, yeah. And technically, they technically, technically, they could have been tied uh, for number one overall with Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. but the series with South Carolina because that the game did not get played. Uh, Vandy is sixteen to five. LSU is fifteen to five. So half uh, game back. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, LSU. South Carolina is, guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They lost the series to Auburn. Didn't they get swept? Did they get swept? Let me let's look. Uh, I don't know for sure. I know they lost a. Let me see. Let's see. No, they didn't. They uh, they, did. okay. they beat they they beat the first. They won the first two, and lost today seven eight. Okay, so they oh, tried. So they only lost one. South Carolina only lost one. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Auburn only lost one. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, they took two out of three. So, yeah, and we got Auburn starting next Friday in the box. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so. Should be a good one. So, oh, I'm lying. I'm sorry. Correction. We have Arbor next week on the Plains. Ah, uh, who cares? Yeah, I don't think it matters. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's gonna be uh interesting. So, very interesting to see. Uh, LSU needs to necessarily. I, I, I ain't gonna say win out, but um, they are in a good place to at least get the. The top four for the double buy in the, in the SEC tourney. Uh, it'd be nice to get the number one overall. Uh, LSU has been funny because LSU has been like number five, number six in the SEC West, but they were number one in college yeah. baseball overall. Uh, now, though, East is starting to play. All the tough teams are, are playing each other, you know what I'm saying? Balance out themselves and it's balancing out because LSU started off real top heavy. So, uh, still not have not lost a series this year. Um, it's funny because I, I I'm I'm gonna wait till the end. I'm gonna wait to see. Somebody said some, you know, saying uh, we we had a conf- conversation. Uh, we posted uh, talking about uh, 
whether you know say LSU was uh uh at least make the uh, you know Omaha and said that they should make it and somebody said that was a uh, a silly they tried to sneak this so that's interesting interesting no, we don't look so foolish now I guess all I would say is this um winning every series the expectation changes you know what I mean like. Mm-hmm. I you win every series. That means nobody has been ta- been able to take two or three from you. So that shouldn't change once you get in the you know the regionals, super regionals, and, and Omaha. So I I don't see how that's a crazy expectation. But I will say this though: the last time LSU lost to UL, L, and um, uh, who we just lost to Nichols uh, Nichols in the same season. Do you know what year that was? I'm going to take a guess and say it was 2017. No. 2009. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know what happened there, right? Yep. See you in Omaha. All right. Horns down. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, hey, I don't know if you saw this. San, uh, San Francisco Giants and San Diego Padres played in Mexico City. Uh, oh, that boy's so petty. Ooh, he's so petty. Hey, it was terrible, bro. They they gave up a football score, dog. They gave up 35 runs, bro. In one game? To who? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Georgia Southern, I think. <laughs> It's bad, man. It's bad, bro. It's bad. You got to laugh to keep from crying, dog. 35 runs? Bro, that's... Yeah, it's 35 to 8, if I'm not mistaken. Like, it was legit football school, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's bad, dog. It's bad. Oh, shoot. I know it's bad because I started looking and ULM put up the 2022, what you call it, and not the... Uh... <laughs> Jeez, let's see here. I'm scrolling. Sir. Thirty-five to eight. They gave up twenty-seven hits. Jeez, thirty-five eight. And then they make no better. They lo- uh, they lost fifteen three today in seven innings. Hey, bro, it's uh. It's rough around here right now, bro. At least the softball team doing good, though. They got a sweep this weekend. Man, man, man. All right, so this game, San Francisco Giants, San Diego Padres. Both teams actually scored in this one. Yeah, uh, they ain't put up enough more than uh, 35, though. Not, not, not even combined. But it was uh, Mexico City uh, combined 11 home runs, man. They're out to two, man. So I got – all right. Because of that, why don't we take the all-star game to Mexico City? I like it. I like the idea. Or take it to the call uh take it no, to the Rockies. No, 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 no. F the Rockies. F the Rockies. Only thing good comes from the Rockets is Coors Light. I heard and that. I don't even drink it. 
But uh, let me ask this. Is more offense better for the game? Of course. I mean, for the fans, of course. I mean, yeah. baseball purists don't like it. You know, they want the whole single and then drive in a run. You know, hit a man over. You know what I mean? Sacrifice bunt and all that kind of stuff. I but think I mean, the fans every want sport, to see sport. The fans in, want to see offense. In every sport, if you tailor it so there's more offense, when you get a game that is – like a defensive stronghold, you appreciate it and you love it a lot more. If you look at uh, LSU 2019, yeah, everybody loved that, you know, say love that season and stuff. But when you played Arbor and the game was tight, yeah, you enjoyed it a lot more. Yeah, I think, I mean, I just, I think, um, Offense is just more exciting in every sport, no matter what it is. Yeah. Like nobody wants to watch a soccer game and it be zero zero. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You want to watch it and it be five to four or what? You know something on those lines. So the nobody World wants Cup. to watch. A, yeah, nobody World wants to watch. A, Cup, yeah, nobody wants to watch a basketball game and the score be fifty two to fifty. You know what I mean? You want to see one hundred two to one hundred. You know what I'm saying? Like offense is always better. Well, more exciting, I'll say it's not better necessarily. More exciting. Uh. uh all right, man. Uh, next week, UFC. You got Al Jermaine Sterling versus Henry Cejudo. Cejudo man, making his return. I hope he knocked that boy out. Triple C Cejudo. Okay, I don't like Cejudo. Me neither, man. I don't like that how he left. That dude won. Yeah, he won. And then like, I'm out. I ain't even trying to defend my title. Oh, yeah. So, I guess you got that. When you said you you look for Al Jermaine. Now I got another one for you. It's been uh, rumored mm-hmm. Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua in December. Do you care now? At this not point, really. not really. I'm more. I'm more care about the fact that I saw that that Bud and Earl Spence are re, uh, renegotiating again. I'm that more exciting to me. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But uh, yeah, I think they they gonna knock that boy out. Yeah, I think they missed the window. Uh, the excitement window. It's just like the Mayweather. Uh, Pacquiao fight. People are gonna watch, but the the whole yeah. excitement of it, the luster had well, worn I think, off. I think Josh. I think the luster's still there on Deontay's part. Yeah, you know what I mean. He only lost to the, the best fighter in the world, you know, or the best heavyweight in the world. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he just couldn't beat that. He couldn't climb that one hill. You know what I mean? But everybody else, he been in front of. He put him down. Joshua can't say the same. He lost to some people he shouldn't have lost to. So I think the luster more so off of him than it is Deontay. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. We did. It feel like we did this in a minute. In the forever, ever. All right. Let's go. All right. You want to take first stab at it? You want me to take first stab at it? You, uh, I, you go first. Okay. Since you kind of negative. And I kind of, you know what I'm saying? All right, here we go. All right, NFL. I want to holler at y'all for a second. Um, so the NFL draft was just passed this yesterday, uh, concluded. Um, and I do want to say it is it was great to see that um three the first three quarterbacks taken off the board were, were black quarterbacks, and that's great, looks good. Looks like the sport is is quote unquote diversifying, or I don't know how you want to put, you know, because of the stigmas that were placed on quarterbacks, you know, black quarterbacks and stuff. Um, 
But I think that the NFL is um, – they're playing games with the whole um, diversity thing. Um, when you look at it, there are still uh, no black owners. That I, I, I don't I, – because I think the, the deal with the uh, commanders fell through. Uh, someone else got in there, so there's no black owners. Uh, GMs is uh, just really you. You had the first president last year, black president last year. Uh, black head coaches is at a low. Um, <laughs> so it's just I don't know, man. The NFL. It, it seems like I, I can't tell what y'all doing. Y'all y'all are feeling on both fronts. People who want to see you know more black head coaches. Uh, who want to see HBCUs included? They they aren't getting satisfied. Uh, people who want to see the game change or see the game return to what it was, they're not being satisfied. NFL as a whole, I feel like you're failing. You're failing everybody. Uh, I'm not saying you got to pick a side or anything like that, but come on, step up, do something, make it enjoyable. The product you've been putting out has not been good lately. I mean, everybody thinks that the game's rigged. Uh, Super Bowl is fixed. The fix is in. It's just not. It's not. It's not a good product. And now you're at a point where people are starting to lose a little interest. So uh, that's my altar call, man. NFL, step up, do better. You literally had one HBCU player drafted. And I understand that we talked about all the semantics around all the things that played in part to that. But how are you evaluating your talent when you're looking at all of the players that are out there and the names that we're seeing picked? And it's just you're falling back to, okay, I'm just going to pick names from the biggest schools. Come on. Let's do better. Couldn't agree more. All right, Ja Morant and the rest of your team, especially Dylan Brooks, come on down here to the front. <laughs> Y'all remember whenever Ja Morant was like, I'm fine in the West. Y'all remember that? Whenever they was feeling themselves because they was number one in the West and, and you know, they were playing pretty good ball, half, not even halfway through the season. Then all of a sudden, John Morant decided he wanted to go pull guns and do all this other kind of stuff, be a distraction to his team. Then injuries happen because, you know, basketball injuries happen. And then they finished the season at number two, matched up with the Lakers. And then some guy most people never heard of named Dylan Brooks decided he wanted to talk noise to LeBron, saying how he was going to end his career and all these kind of great things. Then Dylan Brooks proceeded to let LeBron um, cook him a few times during the series, one for a game time, then a game winning play in the same game. And then all that talking just stopped. All of a sudden, Dylan Brooks didn't want to talk to the media anymore. Dylan Brooks started playing victim, saying the, the media was making him a victim and, and villainizing him like he wasn't the one who started saying all this before nobody even asked him anything. And then on top of that, he didn't go talk to the media after the game. If you're going to be a heel, if you're going to be the guy that everybody hates, if you're going to be the big bad bully, you at least got to back it up, man. You at least got to own it. 
That boy ain't did nothing to own it. Honestly, bro, you look like a punk. And, and I don't know if you're going to be on in Memphis next year because they were better without you this series. Um, you're a defender who got cooked. You're supposed to be a 3 and D, but you shot like 20% from three. I mean, I what what are you giving your team besides pissing off LeBron and the rest of the Lakers? And you see what that did for you. You at home. One, two, three, Cancun. So um, Dylan Brooks, John Morant, next time don't speak. You ain't done anything to earn the right to speak, man. Um, y'all talking like champions when y'all ain't even made it out the second round. You muted, bro. But uh, my boy Nick said Dylan Brooks about to be hooping in Yugoslavia. Yeah. Uh, hot take. Memphis is better when uh, Moran ain't on uh, with the team. No, I can't go that far. I can't go that far. I can't go that far. He scores. He helps. But when they have Tyus Jones or somebody in. Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones is a great point guard, though. Tyus Jones lead the league in assist to turnover ratio for like the past seven seasons or something. Like he averaged less than one turnover. I mean, I I think I think they better without Dylan Brooks. I'm just I can agree. I can agree with that. I'm just saying Ja ain't necessarily they not all right. So if they got Ty Jones and not Ja, they're gonna be a two seed in the West. That's what you're saying. I don't know. I'm saying you just they said they was better without him though. I say it. yeah, yeah. They probably they they two. I can say they can be a two seed. I disagree. So they ain't got nobody who can score consistently enough without Ja. Yeah. Well, that's it. We'll be back on next Sunday. Uh, hold on, let me get get the stuff ready. We'll be back on next Sunday. Uh, got anything else we'll get about here? Nah, man. This show was presented by BetOnline.ag Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe on Twitter at Golden Boot On Instagram at Golden Boot On YouTube at The Golden Boot Pod On Facebook at The Golden Boot Pod. Golden Boot! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.